naturally I'm, I'm actually pretty introverted. I have a very, I'm a person that will go on a 10 mile hike by myself and be happy as can be, put some headphones in, you know, look around, take tons of pictures. Um, but as a stay at home dad, that's, that's not really an option. Um, moms aren't going to be as willing to walk up to me as they are to walk up to another mom. And that's, that's totally under understandable, but that's also helped me, um, be able to, to walk up to and introduce myself and to meet, um, other people, uh, other moms, uh, way, way easier and like break the ice and start a conversation with them. So it's, it's kind of, you know, pushed me out of my comfort zone, um, and allowed me to, to grow more and be able to use that tool when it's necessary for me. Hello, everyone. You just listened to Anthony Sisti, who explained one of the transferable skills that he has learned from being a stay-at-home dad. Anthony is also a United States Navy veteran. My conversation with Anthony is one of five interviews that I created as part of the 31 Days of Transferable Skills Initiative. My LinkedIn Live guests speak about transferable skills from unpaid care work, caregiving, being an expat, volunteering and traveling extensively. And I will be converting these LinkedIn Live conversations into podcast episodes during the month of January as bonus episodes. I will then start season three of the Job Sharing and Beyond podcast starting in the beginning of February. But now, without further ado, here is the conversation I had with Anthony. Hello, Anthony. Hello. It is so nice to see you. Thank you, you too. So this is part of the 30 days of transferable skills initiative, where each day in the month of December, I either post or have a video or I have a conversation like today with Anthony about transferable skills from a, um, magnet, a, a wealth of different experiences that could be unpaid care work, volunteering, extensive traveling. And so for people who might not know you yet, Anthony, could you please introduce yourself with five facts, which is according to the working out loud method? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so for me, uh, just real quick, I'm a father of two. I have a seven-year-old boy and a five-year-old girl. Um, I have a personal finance blog with the goal of helping people learn and improve their personal finances. I spent 10 years in the United States Navy as a nuclear engineer, and now I'm a military spouse and stay-at-home dad. I have, since graduating college in 2004, I've moved 11 times, living in nine states and two countries. And um, I'm always looking to learn and grow. Uh, and for me, the, the biggest areas f include fitness, investing, and growing my faith. Thank you so much for sharing. That's amazing. All the traveling and living in different places. Yeah, it's uh, there's a lot of experiences. 
And now you mentioned you are a stay-at-home dad right now. And so I'm curious that, like, you know, when you started your career, had what had you thought about, you know, what, you know, what experiences did you have with caregiving? Um, well, growing up um, towards when I was in high school, both my parents worked. So uh, and I have a younger sister. So I did a lot of help um, taking care of things around the house and doing little odds and ends. So most of my caregiving was uh, through doing some food shopping and cooking, yard work, uh, cleaning the house. Um, I did occasionally babysit, but not, it was always older, um, older kids, never babies and, and toddlers, um, which is a whole different ball of wax altogether. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And so now like, Did you sort of anticipate then like that part of your career would be what I call like a, a work module of caregiving? How how did you think about this? Um, I, I just never um, really crossed, never would cross my mind until like as we were, uh, my wife and I were approaching where this was, was becoming our, our decision point. Um, so even even people that knew me before, people that knew me growing up were definitely probably very surprised that this is the route that I ended up, up going down. Uh, but it's been very rewarding and it's worked out great for our family. And so what made you decide that you were going to be the stay-at-home dad? Well, initially, um, the plan had always been that, that we would have a stay-at-home parent. Um, mm -hmm. I grew up with, with a mom that um, she would work part-time, she would do substitute teaching. Um, and my wife's mom mostly stayed home for, for, um, their entire time. And it's very, it's very good for family, for the children, stability. Um, but for, for us, we had talked about that and made the decision that my wife was going to stay home. Um, oh. and then, um, at, uh, so almost nine years ago, almost 10 years ago, I started having, um, I got an injury with my back um, and my recovery was very slow. And in, in the military, at least in the U.S. military, you, you have a limited time to get recovered and back to your regular job. And if you can't, at that point, they off ramp you to um, to get out of the military. So at that point, we were a decision point for my wife's career, um, what she was going to do. And at that point, we decided that she was going to stay um, at least for, for a few years um, because we didn't know what what was going to happen with me, if what additional care I was going to need necessarily. Um, so I got out of the military and my son was born 10 weeks later and I became a stay-at-home dad. <laughs> wow. That, what a change. Wow. And, and so I'm curious, you know, What kind of transferable skills did you have from your military or your engineering schooling background that helped you or could help you being a stay-at-home dad? So that's, I mean, I'd say I mean, no matter what job you're going to, there's always going to be something you can bring to another another field that you go to. Uh, for me, the the biggest one was, was probably time management. Um, probably anybody in the 
in, in most jobs, but especially from my experience in the military, it's that like you always have stuff to do. You always have more stuff to do and you always have more stuff to do after that's done. So trying to, to get everything done and manage your time, um, that's usually, that was a great skill to bring uh, to being a stay-at-home parent. Uh, you know, and, and as I was learning as a stay-at-home dad and as we had another child, so things get more complex, um, the, the effort you have to put forward to do to take care of both kids adds more time. So um, one of the big things that I used to look at was was this like really trying to make an effort to to streamline and make the things I needed to do more efficient. Um, whether it's a, something as simple as I needed to go out and run errands to to plan them out and in a way that would be the easiest to get them all done quickly with the less, least amount of stress for the kids and around all of their um, naps or play times or an, all, all that kind of stuff. Um, and another one for me is uh, coming from the nuclear um, power side of, of the Navy is that um, in that community, clear communication is, is incredibly vital and important when you're operating. So that, um, that has been a great tool to bring to being a stay-at-home dad and and even that you know it's it's kids and you could say things clear as day and it's still it still doesn't matter <laughs> so, but yeah those are those are probably the two biggest things um that i brought brought from the navy to to being a stay-at-home dad that is really so interesting yeah and i mean the communication i you know i have teenagers yes mm -hmm. <laughs> and so what I'd like to know is, so what it hasn't actually been like being a stay-at-home dad? Are there any other stay-at-home dads in your neighborhood? So um, there, there are a few stay-at-home dads um, around in the neighborhood. Um, be, being right now, we live on, on a military base. So there are a few more here than there were in other, other places we've lived. Um, even at that, at, there is, you know, it's still one of those where you have to mesh with their personalities and have similar interests to really, to, to want to go do things even with the kids. So that's one thing that I haven't, um, haven't really come across where I've had, a another stay at home dad that, that clicks super well and we go do all kinds of things together, become great friends and, that's just part of life and that's that's okay um that's fine with me um but as as a stay-at-home dad it's um it's a been it's been a very interesting experience um it's been positive and negative uh it's it's a uh there's definitely a stigma being a stay-at-home dad um for some people there there are there are some people that are like say literally will say oh that's awesome great good for you you have the other kind that kind of are more reserves like oh okay like it's it's not something i should be doing um but they're as as people especially as parents and moms who get to know me better they realize that right i am doing the same role they're doing um and i do all that stuff in the house um i literally have it set up where or with my wife and i like 
um, the things that I don't do in the house were the chores that I did for about a decade growing up. So it's just one of those, I've been burned out on, on a few things, but everything else, right. I, I, I take care of a, most of the cleaning, food shopping, cooking, all that stuff. Um, and, and I feel like there's, there's a lot of still just built in society that a dad's not really able, a guy's not really able to do some of those things. And I think it's slowly going away. Um, but it's just, it's still there, unfortunately. Um, but it's been, I, I have to say that there, when you, when I find and you know, find those moms that are awesome. And it's like, like, I just like, I just so happy that like my kids get along right with your kids and there's never any friction. Those, those are, you know, everywhere I've lived, there have been just some incredible moms that are very supportive of me being a stay at home dad and our kids get along great and you're able to, they're able to play together. And that's, that's to me, one of the most important parts. It's right. I'm not, I'm not staying home for me, right. I'm staying home as a stay at home parent for, for my kids. That's, that's the main purpose. So. That, you know, thank you so much for sharing this. And I think this is one of the things why I feel it's so important that especially stay at home dads need to speak up more. And I'm super appreciative that here on LinkedIn, we have that opportunity to share more about your experiences and you know, to be very honest, I hadn't really thought this through, but you're absolutely right that if, you know, if there are fewer stay at home dads, then finding someone that clicks, it's just right from a mass perspective will be just harder. <laughs> but I hadn't really thought about this. You're absolutely right. And, and I'm very appreciative to hear that, you know, the community of stay at home moms, you know, is um, appreciative and, you know, and the other thing is also, I think what you just described is to really point out to people that caregiving is anybody can do this. This is not something that often people automatically think, okay, caregiving isn't only something moms can do, but you are a perfect example here that it is possible. So thank you so much for sharing that, Anthony. You're welcome. And now, as we are thinking, like, you know, potentially HR professionals listening to us or business leaders, what I would love to hear from you is from your time as a stay at home dad, what type of transferable skills do you feel you have learned during that time that would be helpful if, you know, say one day, you are, you know, returning back to paid work. What would you um, say these skills are? Um, I'd say it's it's. I'd say a lot goes unnoticed and missed in in the um, for what stay at home parents do, um, especially if they're they're all in and and you know they're owning it as as their their prof profession at the time. Uh, for me, um, the big skills uh, that I've I've grown um, and I've been stay-at-home dad for over seven years, um, improving time management, um, the clear and concise communication has continued to grow and evolve as, you know, as kids can understand and um, communicate better um, and at uh, overall um, planning, organization, and, and again, efficiency. Um, 
from the planning aspect, I planning an organization, I, I do much everything for the family, for trips, for, um, any of the kids activities. And I, I'm always essentially, I, I tell my wife, she asks what she can do. It's like, pack your bag. Hey, I got everything else. Make sure you're ready to go. I'm packed for me and the kids and I have, I have all that taken care of. Um, and for me, for me personally, right. Um, and this is, this is one of those for, especially for people, stay at home parents wanting to get back in the workforce is I use the time to, to learn and grow. Um, we, we, I'm a football fan. So aside from football, we don't really watch a whole lot of TV in the house. Um, and for me, like my personal growth has come um, in, in learning more and more all the time about um, finance and working on my the personal finance blog, you know, um, reading, learning, and uh, like figuring out what things that I need to do, um, especially with like, for me, like, learning more about right my my injury and what I can do what I need to do to take care of it so I can keep um, you know so I can keep going to keep doing what I need to do for my family um, so if I have a setback then that shifts the burden and that shifts um, what I'm able to do so that's also for me like taking care of my um, my health um, is, is important to to be able to keep keep moving forward. Um, another big one for me is, is, um, naturally I'm, I'm actually pretty introverted. I have a very, I'm a person that will go on a 10 mile hike by myself and be happy as can be, put some headphones in, you know, look around, take tons of pictures. Um, but as a stay at home dad, that's, that's not really an option. Um, moms aren't going to net be as, willing to walk up to me as they are to walk up to another mom. And that's, that's totally under understandable, but that's also helped me, um, be able to, to walk up to and introduce myself and to meet, um, other people, uh, other moms, uh, way, way easier and like break the ice and start a conversation with them. So it's, it's kind of, you know, pushed me out of my comfort zone. Um, and allowed me to, to grow more and be able to use that tool when it's necessary for me. This is, this is amazing. And, you know, I feel we hear a lot on a business side about upskilling, reskilling, lifelong learning. And what you just described fits really exactly into these parameters that it's a constant change. And I find it amazing to hear as you described, you know, that you're more of an introvert. And I'm extra appreciative that you said, yes, I'm coming on LinkedIn Live to share my story. So I think that's just awesome. Thank you. And so one other thing I wanted to know is, you know, if you reflect back, what would you have liked to have known before you became a stay-at-home dad about being a stay-at-home dad? Um, the, the biggest things, and I'm sure this is probably the same for anybody that's been a stay at home dad, or even probably for, for most parents in general, um, just to see the amount of patience required, um, 
with children. Um, and that was, that was probably my hardest, hardest part of my transition was, was the patience needed for kids. Um, you know, especially when, when things I'm doing or things that we're going to go do or set up solely for them. Uh, and like, you still can't get them to help and <laughs> put shoes on or get ready to go, go to the bathroom and get ready to go out the door. So that, that is, that has been, uh, by patience. I, I mean, and I was very impatient, um, and, and having kids and being a stay at home dad has definitely grown, um, that as a, a skill for me that I can know I need to, you know, being more patient with them. Like they need to understand more. Um, and, and that, that also, that's, that's also a, it improves over time. So if you have little kids and you're in the worst of it, it should get better. I don't know. I don't have any teenagers yet, so I can't speak on that front yet. <laughs> yes. I, I would say it goes up and down and, and I couldn't agree with you more on the patient side. Yes, yes, yes. It, it's like, yeah. And, and then, it, I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead, um, please. Then, then there was a, like, along with the patient, but just that, right, the, the amount of time it takes to do things, um, right? Normally, right, if, if you don't have any kids or if you're going out by yourself, right, grab your keys, walk out of the house, get in the car and go. But if you're bringing children, right, depending on how old they are, you're opening the door, you're putting them in the car, you're buckling them in the car. And that's after everything you did to prepare to walk out the door, whether it's getting their shoes on or preparing a diaper bag, making sure you have snacks and water bottles. It's just the amount of stuff needed to do prior to walking out the door is it, just, I mean, you just, you just have to allocate more time and it's, you know, it's, it's not anything negative or, you know, due to the, to the children it's just part of you know part of parenthood and and adjusting to that um that grind where you're not just responsible for you you're responsible for the other little people that you're taking care of yeah yeah i i remember i remember the time like like you know things putting stuff in a stroller the amount of stuff i would be carrying everywhere just in case all of these you know scenarios and yes it's like you know planning ahead yes now um anthony it's really really lovely to talk to you and learn more about your experience as a stay-at-home dad is there anything that you would like to share with our audience that we have not covered yet um yeah i mean it's it's a there are, there are a, um, there's a lot of stay at home parents and, um, you know, everybody's situation is different. Um, there's people that, that literally they, they, they don't have the personality to handle being a stay at home parent. That's, that's just who they are. And, and that's, that's fine. That works that they, they make that work. Uh, but for me personally, um, right, it's, it's been a blessing for me to be able to stay home. I, whether it was me or my wife to be able to stay home, take care of our family. Um, for us, it's worked out incredibly well. Is also, it's um, she knows that I, you know, I keep all the plates spinning at home, and 
So that allows her to focus and excel at work because she knows everything's taken care of here and she doesn't have to worry about it. Um, like we're, we're a team. We are committed to things as a team. And my role is, is a stay at home dad and to do things on this side of our family. And that's that I'm, I'm proud of that because, you know, I'm very aware that is important, whether like, depending on, you know, how it's viewed from the outside. Like I know that, you know, for everybody that's a stay at home parent, it's, it's harder than most jobs you'd have in the real world because it doesn't stop. Um, and, and it just keeps going. Um, so, and, and one other big thing for us, and, and I don't know if it's true for, for other families, but, um, overall, I would say with me not working, like our quality of life as a family is much higher, um, because everything I do, right. I try to do, especially now with, with school, schools in session, I try to get everything done that I don't need my wife or the kids for completed while they're at school or she's my wife's at work, which gives us a lot more time to do things as a family when everybody's here or the kids are home and they want to go do something, right? It's not, it's, it's a lot easier to do that because, you know, like, I take it as, as my job to, to do things while, while they're, my wife's at work and the kids are at school. Um, and, and like, um, as we spoke about before, right, like the gaps, um, hopefully, right. You know, companies and human resources will become more, more open about gaps in employment, um, for stay at home parents and, and for anybody else. Right. I mean, right. I mean, when I was in the Navy, there were times that I was working, you know, 60, 80 hours a week. Like you can only do that for so long before you have health problems before, whether it's physical health or mental health. And, and sometimes people just, you know, just recharge batteries. Um, I mean, being a stay at home parent, I wouldn't say you're really recharging batteries a whole lot, <laughs> but um, it's a little more now that the kids are in school. That's definitely helpful. Um, but those, those gaps, um, especially if, if they're a stay-at-home parent, um, or even if they're, right, if they're traveling, right, they're, they're using that time and not, right, sitting on their butt. Like, there could be a gap because they're educating themselves, because they're traveling, because they're a stay-at-home parent, because they're caregiving, right? That's one of the things, like, caregiving for right, a, a, a family member. Um, and it's, it's, it's it's looked at as unemployed, but I'd say it's, it's definitely a far cry from unemployment. Um, and it's, it's challenging, it's time consuming. Um, so, and I would say like, if it would be a great thing for like, what you're doing is, is, is great to try and get, you know, those companies and, you know, HR to, to realize that, you know, it's, it's not unemployment, it's skill, but it's, it's full, full employment beyond full employment, arguably. And with, uh, with that, I mean, you're, you're managing your time and the time of everybody else that you're taking care of while you're a caregiver, stay at home parent. Um, and I, I, I don't, 
see how that could be like that should be never be negatively viewed upon because it's that's an asset if you can manage your time well like and you have the skills to learn whatever job it is right you'll be an asset if you can manage your time well wherever you work um and it's uh and at the same time like there are people that right i right now there's no there's no view for for my wife and i for me to go back to work um just doesn't make sense for us and some people it's they will they will just stay at home and and raise their children and take care of their household and and that's a great um a great thing and i think it's very undervalued as as a society um i mean i don't have experiences elsewhere but the way society is pushed um in the united states towards everybody's got to work it's like i think everybody has to work which you need to you need to you need to enjoy life (laughs) if you're if you're working too much and you're overstressed and you're not enjoying things then at what point is it not worth it so um it's a hopefully as people kids get older and uh stay-at-home parents are ready to transition back into um the professional world hopefully hopefully the companies and organizations are more open um to accepting them after you know taking you could argue is a a career sacrifice to stay at home and take care of their family um and in in that sense to me i would argue that they have they have their priorities straight like you said you're a stay-at-home mom and like for the people that do it it is they probably recognize going into it that it is something that's um important to uh, their family um and their children that you know that should have a way bigger return on investment over the long term thank you so much for sharing this i you know what i feel is often underestimated is that one is so used to in a um, professional setting to have you know goals whether that is quarterly goals or annual goals and you know you are there with a manager and it is often you know one works towards the goals and in a setting like being a stay-at-home parent ultimately it is all self-learned self-taught and there is little outward appreciation really so one has to i feel also start learning to sort of you know i know what the word is in english you know compliment oneself maybe about it and i think it 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 just it makes one i feel it's a very humbling experience that's how i felt because in a professional setting it is very much to me, it feels outward driven because other people recognize somebody's, you know, worth by what they have done, how they maybe move up the ladder versus um, the, like, you know, the managers, i.e. the little kids, you know, they have no appreciation that dad or mom, you know, did the things for them and they might not appreciate it in the moment either, or they might argue as a teenager. And it's, I feel... (laughs) looking back you know i feel i have a much more a bigger appreciation of my parents you know reflecting back now and so i think that's maybe the other difference that there is maybe appreciation from one's own kids 
on the work that one has done, but it is, you know, severely delayed by 10 or 20 years or however long until one has one's own kids. So, yeah. So, so, well, I, I so appreciate Anthony that, you know, you talked with me and so openly and, you know, authentically shared your experience. So for somebody who might not have children yet, it will be really helpful also to listen, to get some experience and for HR professionals and business leaders who can hear, you know, your story. So thank you very, very much. Welcome, Karen. Thank you for having me on. Thank appreciate being able to to share my experiences and hopefully hopefully it does help um, in the work you're doing, which I think is incredibly important to to get the word out there and the realization out there of what what caregivers, stay-at-home parents can can bring to the table for organizations. Thank you very, very much. Next week I will be publishing my conversation with PJ Marcus who is talking with me about his experience of being a dad and doing a lot of caregiving during the pandemic, as well as his skills that he has learned by living in various countries around the world. Besides my LinkedIn Live interviews, I also conducted two written Q&A interviews, one with Veronika Hauk, and the other one with Ventje Trautnitz. And I'm going to put the links to these conversations or these Q&A interviews in the show notes as well. And in both cases, Ventje as well as Veronika are explaining the skills, the transferable skills that they have learned from becoming a parent. And in Ventje's case, she also has lived in a foreign country while parenting her children. Thank you so much for listening to the show. We hope you gained valuable insights and new ideas. To keep listening to future episodes, please head over to iTunes or your favorite player and subscribe and give it a rating. We would very much appreciate a review and for you to share it on social media so more people can start innovating in how they offer employment. Until the next time, goodbye.